0: Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Is This Enough, the really brilliant game show that's brilliant and excellent. It's the excellent comedy game show where we've made up questions for each other and neither of us know what the other has in store. A quick note, we apologise for the delayed upload of this episode, we've both had a bunch on. Uh, we'd like to note that this episode was recorded on October 2nd. If it seems like anything in this episode is making light of recent world events uh, that have taken place since then, please know that nothing in this episode is intended to be anything other than silly fun. We hope you'll play along with the rounds whilst you listen. Please follow at Is This Enough Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And please leave us a like and a five-star review on your chosen podcast app. All that remains to be said is please enjoy episode 16 of Is This Enough? Is this enough? With James O'Hood and David Ford. I'm gonna undo all of this with some sleep. I'm gonna grab some control Zs. that's, hey. not that's like that's the whole thing, isn't it? All yeah, right. yeah. I mean, that's fine. Somebody will probably tell us otherwise. That's great. One of the hogs. We can't call them
1: that. We can't call them that. That's also been taken by other podcasts. Trusty hogs. Uh, the trusty hogs. Uh, we should. Uh, what could we call them? What is our? What's our mo? Quizzes. <laughs> Quizzes.
0: Quizaholics, can we call them Quizaholics? Quizaholics.
1: I don't know. Quizaholics sounds like a, a, an ITV daytime show that your aunt really
0: likes. Yeah, that's what I think we should call it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: it's slightly off-brand. I like that. Well, the thing is, we don't need to land on one today that sticks. We can just try it and see what happens. All right. You could just be right. like, "Hey, Quizaholics, do you like that? How do you how do you feel about that?" Uh, yeah. Hey. Qu- Hey, quiz, quiz. boys! <laughs> <laughs> How hmm. about a go on the Whirly Quiz? Quiz of Runes.
1: <laughs> quiz, quiz this enough? Uh, daily wank heads. There's a, oh, there's there's a um, there's a, a a church in Ramsgate by the sea. That's um, uh, a very you to
0: a sentence, by the way. <laughs> <Carry on. laughs> there's this
1: there's this building in Ramsgate by the sea. Um, that's Ramsgate, comma by the sea. That's not a, a like English seaside town name.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but there's this building in Ramsgate by the sea called uh, the uh, Home for Smack Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and I do know the explanation for that, but uh, it's funnier without. Oh. It's a lovely Victorian building. It just says, home for smack boys. <laughs> was heroin uh, called
0: smack back then?
1: No, it was... Oh, I'm going to explain it now. Um, boys funny. who would work on boats were on the smack of the boats. The oh, the nice. Boat called the smack. Uh, they tended to be homeless. It was piecemeal work. And this was like a charitable uh, kind of like uh, poor house. Okay. You know, it probably fucking grim. Does that um, mean that
0: the phrase "you're the smack boys"? <laughs> what day is this? <laughs> um,
1: get to see you old fuck. Yep. Uh, there's also have you ever seen the uh, the Odd Fellows Society? No. This isn't just a London thing. This is around lots of different um, different cities. There's just buildings that say the Home for Odd Fellows or Odd Fellows Society, mm. and it was just meetings of uh, weird guys. <laughs> Are we an Odd Fellows society? Uh, I think we could, we could definitely call this the Odd Fellows society. There's one in Bristol. Let's go today. The <laughs> There's one in Bristol, the Oddfellows Friendly Society. <laughs> uh, it was on West Park Road. Okay. Uh, kind what of near. What do near they do?
0: R- what do they get up to?
1: Um, so it's it's now by the looks of it, just uh, a bit of a community centre. Oh, okay. Uh, they they were just meeting places for weird guys. Just There's weird little guys. There's three
0: in Bristol. There's community centre, coffee shop, or weird bar. Or, weird actually, bar. sorry, fourth, climbing centre. So Climbing centres are big at the mm. moment. Yeah. And I think... They're really on the, the diff- up and up, and then eventually on the down and down. Yeah. <laughs> I hope climbing centre takes over from escape room. It has in Bristol. Because... Since you left, climbing has really taken off. Because I was dragging everyone down. Yay! We're on fire today, Jay. We absolutely
1: are. I am uh, maimed from uh, having to work a shouty job. Mm. And uh, have you had Jakeman's also... sweets? <laughs> yes, and he wants them back. <laughs> It's going to be one of those episodes, um, is it? We're we doing you, some Romsil uh, jokes, are we? Have you had this experience? Um, I had this recently. Uh, I got the mic from someone and uh, it stank. Yeah. What What are you meant to do with that? Um, that was like the lovely period during COVID where you've just sprayed or wiped down the mic, which was mm-hmm. like probably quite good, quite, quite yeah. a good practice that we didn't yeah. get into.
0: You know... Rather than but mics like, that have been in venues for, like, 20 years and have been burped and sung into and...
1: Burped, sung, spat.
0: Left in drawers very, and somebody's eaten uh, a pizza just yeah. before they got on stage and then been like, what's up, uh, I, I got to the mic and it was a very spitty mic. It was yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that was that specifically that person that's just handed, to, handed it to No, them. no,
1: that's a build-up of... Of
0: Razzmatazz through the through the course of I don't think Razzmatazz is the, I think Razzmatazz is quite nice, isn't it? Um, it can be. Have you ever seen
1: Razzmatazz in too small a venue? <laughs> I saw su- I saw a, a community theatre production of um, How to uh, Succeed in Business Without Really Trying, the mm-hmm. big musical. It was bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's a yeah. bad show. Done. Badly, <laughs> and but it was in like a small black black box theatre, and people were giving it all like yeah big Broadway jazz hands, massive smiles, and that's fine when that's like on a stage, and you're like the back of the theatre, or even like front row, you're a little bit far away. But when you're a uh, when you're sure. in a small intimate space, and you can see too much
0: Razzmatazz too close to your face. <laughs> And you're it's, saying that this level of Razmataz has got caught up in a microphone that you the that
1: level of razmataz You've got Raz in my Taz. It can't you can't contain it. It's uncontainable Razmataz. <laughs> I think I saw them at Sonosphere. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's up we're at uncontainable Razmataz?
1: What's their genre? Are they like they're kind of I think irony pilled metal?
0: Oh yeah, like they're the sort they're like they're in with like psycho stick and uh, and the ill. Yeah, that, like that. They do they
1: do like one really ironic cover that they end every set with. Mm. But also like, just um, like
0: really silly versions of metal songs, probably. Yeah. Um the sort of band that like stick out like a sore thumb on a black metal music uh, festival poster because all the other festival, uh, the other, other bands on the festivals, their band name logo is illegible and then it's just like, uncontainable yeah. Razzmatazz are like sticking out like a sore thumb. And Helvetica Bond. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with Helvetica Bond? <laughs> That's a metal band from the u- US that are like, u- all them songs are used on WWE. <laughs> I want there to be a resurgence in the
1: kind of band that would be used in WWE and then Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 mm-hmm. bring uh, that back
0: I think that kind of it's not the resurgence isn't large but there is that sort of thing going on have you heard of a band called Turnstile? don't get me wrong i have
1: uh, no interest in listening to that I just want to know <laughs> I exist in a world where that's out there <laughs> And as such, no, I've not heard of your rinky-dink turny boys.
0: You haven't heard of the turny styles? I know,
1: that the, I know that all the members of Styles are firm fans of this show and I want to apologise to them. I would fucking love that if that were
0: true, which clearly <laughs> isn't, but <laughs> okay. I would love that. If,
1: if, you're, if you're listening to this and you've got a band, let us know what your band is.
0: Yeah, can you message us on the socials and let us know what your band's called, please? Thank you very much. Yeah. Legitimate bands only, please. None of this uncontrollable rasmataz. (laughs) Stop taking the piss out of our band.
1: (laughs) Um, So, no, I've not heard attorneys at law. (laughs) Attorneys with style. (laughs) I'm tired. Shall we begin? I'm tired. Let's begin. (laughs) To begin... At the beginning. And welcome to Is This Enough? (laughs) And to episode sweet 16. The Sun has had a countdown to when this podcast turns 16, so they're legally allowed to fuck it. With me, as always, is David Hoare, monarch of (laughs) misrule. And I am your host, James O'Donoghue, peasant of piss. This is the truly excellent and brilliant game show that is both... (laughs) (laughs)
0: the <laughs> worst intro you've ever done, <laughs> and I love it. Keep going. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. Keep going. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> funny <shit's> because... Why <laughs> <already. laughs> <It's>...
2: uh. <laughs> did to fuck a podcast? It's um. funny because
1: they did it with real people mm. and did untold damage. Carry on. (laughs) This is is the truly excellent and brilliant game show that is both excellent and brilliant. We've come up with three rounds each and neither of us knows what the other one has prepared. Along the way, we'll have some songs, sketches and we'll have a special guest. (gasps) There is all to play for because there's a prize for the winner and a forfeit for the loser. Uh, Last week, David won a pint of best... Mmm, delicious. And I lost and was given a pint of worst. Mmm,
0: contritious. <laughs> David, how was your, your swift pint of a nutty brown ale? Uh, my pint of best was the best pint of best I'd ever had. Thank you very much. I'm really glad I won and got to drink best. That, that's a lot of best. Mmm, it contained the ashes of George Best. Let's move on. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, just as we
1: started (laughs) realised that my washing is outside and it started to rain, so I'm just going to drag it a bit further in. There's now going to be some light music provided by David Hoare and his lounge jazz styles.
0: James is bringing in the washing. I didn't know they washed their clothes. Their clothes smell like the microphone. James used at the other show.
1: That's hail. That's a lovely bit of hail out there. Hail and pace, or just hail?
0: Uh, hail Caesar. Oh, that could have it's, gone it, in a worse direction so fine.
1: No, it, it's really bad.
0: There's Caesar dressing coming out from the skies. <laughs> That's it's... no Caesar dressing. <laughs> the people in the flats above you are disgusting. Anyway, carry on. What belongs to Caesar belongs to you, sir. Ah!
1: Oh, dear Lord. Um, so... David, uh, also, I've just discovered uh, my upstairs neighbour has been uh, throwing cotton buds down onto my balcony. Maybe he wants you
0: to be more than cotton buds. Uh, Eh, no, thank you. (laughs) So, David. Keen fan of the podcast, unfortunately. He's in (laughs) turnstile. They're at it
1: again. Uh, so, David, without further ado, mm-hmm. it's over to you for round one with David Hall on <laughs> Is This Enough, the podcast. Why not play along at home? Send us your answers to isthisenoughpodcasting at gmail.com, but only after you've heard round one with David Hall on Is This Enough, the podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, cloud. We're not on SoundCloud.
0: <laughs> Do not go on SoundCloud. If we find this Maybe. on SoundCloud that's been fucking pirated and we'll fucking get you, we'll send the police off.
1: Oh, I love to be I'd love to be pirated for a free <laughs> for a free product. Mm-hmm. That's good. Excellent. Over
0: to you. Round one. James, round one is called general clothing about clothes is that all right (laughs) i came up with the round before i came up with the title of the round for the first time in 16 episodes (laughs)
1: hey
0: so for that you already get 10 points yes bonus bonus
1: bonus Mm -hmm.
0: james yes it's lads night out what are you wearing baz (laughs) and daz have invited you and gaz out for a lads night out Kaz and Jazz and Maz are looking after the kids Raz and Shabazz whilst they enjoy a bottle of Shiraz and listen to some Jason Mraz. You're allowed out as late as you want as long as you text where you're going and don't waz yourself. What are you wearing on this to make the night... (laughs) What are you wearing on this night out to make yourself look snares? It's one question. It's worth 500 points. Show me you're working.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you know the weird thing? What? I've had enough sleep.
2: (laughs) I've had enough enough sleep. That's very Um,
1: weird. What I think's happened is I did two, I did an hour at the gym (gasps) and um, that's,
0: uh, painful and bad. Mm. Well, it's good on the long run, but in the instance of whilst you're doing it's it... It's not a long it's run, great. it's
1: going to the gym. Mm.
0: Only was on the
1: running machine for 10 minutes, so not a long run. <laughs> 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 we we got him. Um, I, re- I noticed job? that you you didn't go for uh, inserting razzmatazz into that.
0: Oh, no, I should have done that. You can tell that this oh, was written well. after I'd, we'd come up with the whole razzmatazz bit.
1: Yes. What happens when we uh, do this show is we record it all in one block.
0: We don't <laughs> write it bit by bit as we go. <laughs> that would be <laughs> insane. Uh, this entire round is based posse. on uh, being in a fish and chips restaurant. It's quite a nice, well-to-do fish and chips restaurant in Bude, And all of a sudden... Uh, whole gaggle of lads came in but it was clearly it was lads and babies night out and i think the mums were somewhere else it was basically all the dads with like their babies next to them but they were all still kind of dressed up for a lads night out it was quite weird i was um i was talking to some people uh the other day they'd come over from
1: australia Mm. and i'd met loads of australians that week Mm -hmm. i was like there's loads of australians why is that and the, the only answer I can get all of them is like, yeah, Cantiki, mate. <laughs> it's like, I, they, they were all young. That sounded like Bob Katar. Um, Cantiki? Cantiki. It's like, what the fuck is Cantiki? It's like, right, you know, it's Cantiki. Don't you do Cantiki? And then I got to like this last group of, of people I met uh, from Australia i don't Cantiki? And they're like, yeah, mate! It's like, right, I have no concept for what that fucking is, so you need to explain. It's like, uh, they do lads on tour throughout Europe.
0: But they've called it Cantiki?
1: I have no idea why they've called it Cantiki. Sounds vaguely racist. Um, but uh, they... Fucking people from Australia travel here and go through all around Europe for, like, drinking things for when they're 16... 1718. Why don't we do that? That sounds sick. We
0: oh. can get the train to Europe. Contiki is the. Um, I mean, yes, we should do that. Contiki seems to be the um, the travel uh, directory that sorts all this out. Contiki Travel. Ah. It would be basically well. like them going around going, Lun Poly, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: thompson's cat <laughs> jet uh, 2
2: mate Whee.
1: jet 2 holidays the only i hate jet 2 holidays i'm sure people have had some lovely holidays the jet 2 holidays however i was aggressively advertised jet 2 holidays during
0: all of lockdown um <laughs> they really um, went hard on like eventually we'll be out of this i hope yeah and it would always be like
1: as the period of, of gaps between lockdowns was starting to get ropey. Yes. That they would really double down. So it was like yeah. I don't I, you know, all my gigs are cancelled. I'm quite glad of that fact. I want to stay home from work. Yeah. And then there was like
0: Flying from oh, Bristol Airport. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that song used to play in when I worked in a phone shop every day. So, And I thought I was rid of it. And then Jet 2 were like, you're stuck inside for a year. Why don't you book a holiday for six months? A year? We don't know either. Hooray! Anyway, James, Who, what are you wearing when right. your lads night out?
1: Well, lads not out, right, is what we're wearing, right? What we're wearing, lads not out, right? We're going to wear some trousers that are tapered quite down to the ankle. Mm-hmm. Socks. That's for girls. Nah, I'm having my ankles out so anyone can see my little tiny one little anchor tattoo. On like my a ankle. Victorian slut. Yes,
0: <laughs> Vicky sluts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then I'll go in the club, right? But I'm wearing my fucking espadrilles mm-hmm. so everyone can smell between my toes. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, my, my trousers are quite light. My shirt—it's really tight. It's black. I've been to the gym earlier, so now I'm just quite sweaty and I stink a bit. But, sure. but you know, because you stink a bit and you sweat throughout the course. Of the like day. a razzie, Mike. Like a razzie, Mike. And uh, I've got um, like the shittiest skin fade you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've got some some tattoos on my neck. Yet somehow I'm 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 a regional manager from for a, a, a retail uh, outlet. And uh, yeah, I'm just
0: gonna walk around and be in absolute danger. Hey! Hey. is that your final answer? Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, I'm sorry, you're wrong. You um, mm. you live on a naturist commune, so you're not wearing anything.
1: Ah, I James is over. T-
0: <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> round two.
1: All right, David. Round two is put a pony in your pocket.
0: Do it. Oh, um... Hang on. Ah, David, it's a fake round. Oh, no. I was going to get a Lego uh, pony.
1: Of course, David, it's a fake round, though it is easier for a pony to fit in the pocket of a wide boy than a rich man to get into heaven. <laughs> round two is called funeral knowledge. No! Yeah. No! Yes! <laughs> Are these things that uh, we Jews do as part of religious practice? I should point out at this point, I am Jewish, so you can laugh if you like, if you find it funny. You don't need to. Don't pander. You can or, find it
0: funny, but you can't find it offensive. Now go fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or have I made this up to cover my own bad behaviour? This is for 2,000 points each... For two thousand years of suffering.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure,
1: uh, David. Yeah, is this is this the thing that uh, that we crazy people do? Do we hit each other with spring onions on Passover?
0: Uh, I'm gonna say no because I feel like I'd know about that, but then I wouldn't claim to ever be an expert on Judaism. Ah, so uh, go David.
1: I'm sorry, but in Iran and Afghanistan, it is a Passover tradition for Seder participants to playfully hit each other with spring onions.
0: Wow. Okay, cool. This is good. I've previously mentioned my uh, foray into finding more out about religious festivals to see if there was any other fun ones. Yes. And that I basically discovered that uh, most of the Judaism... uh, Jewish festivals are don't eat and feel sad. Oh, we got
1: so many don't eat, feel sad times, <laughs> which is great because it's meant that I've grown up with body dysmorphia and depression. Wonder where that came from. <laughs> okay, next question: uh, the yearly rabbi weightlifting competition. <laughs> is that a real thing sure why
0: not yes
1: um sorry it, it isn't as much as i ask <laughs> question three wafting the torah out a bit <laughs> the torah is the prayer scroll do we waft it out yes just give it a bit of a correct we yes. do on, on simchat torah every year as the torah ends and begins again meaning it's now unfurled, so you can really waft that out, all that sweaty cow stank. Or as we say in Hebrew, sweaty cow stank, but in Hebrew. <laughs> so well done, Some David. Jewish razzmatazz you've got in that but uh, as a real fucking razzmatazz in that. Or as we say, chutzpah. <laughs>
0: How many points is this for?
1: It's uh, 2,000 points. So you just won 2,000 points. So, David, yeah, uh, is this something that we crazy Jews do? Do we eat the ears of our oppressors?
2: Hmm.
0: Surely that should be a little bit more like dun 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 dun
2: dun dun dun
0: dun 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 dun.
1: I would put that in a minor chord, but who am I? Bill Bailey. <laughs> who
0: am I? You? No, 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 Sam. Uh, this is David Hall treading carefully. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... We'll, get, we'll get to the next
1: round, which may be, how are you? <laughs> will
0: be how are you tired.
1: getting cancelled?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, false. Ah, oh, David I'm sorry for on porim every year we eat hamantaschen named after Haman translating to Haman's ears Haman was an advisor to King Ahasuerus a Persian king who tried to uh, get uh, the, Haman tried to get the king to persecute Jews but the king fell in love with a Jewish woman and she found out and found out she was Jewish so hanged Haman and his ten sons. So every year we eat pastries in the shape of Haman's ears. They also taste like the ears of ancient Persian civil servants. Like many Jewish cooking, they're fucking rank. <laughs> Sorry, like much Jewish cooking, they're fucking rank. <laughs> Where do you want the edit to be, There. <laughs> I'll try and give that as much energy. So... as. Like much Jewish cooking, they're fucking rank.
0: <laughs> that was, I was doing that as a bit, but we can't actually do that. That's fine. I think that's some fucking I'll give it game. another go then. No, it's fine. Just like much Jewish cooking.
1: Like the arduous task of editing this next bit, they're <laughs> fucking rank. And finally, David, yeah. the yearly rabbi lifting tournament. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll give you the points, because we used to do it in the cinema before old Morris put his shoulder out trying to lift rad James Barden, but limp- didn't limber up properly. Shame that we shot him like a horse. Like a horse!
0: <laughs> well, you know, there's the whole, like, putting people on chairs and lifting them up. I just wonder, is the rabbi ever in there? Or is it always um, just a couple? The couple? No, that remains on his head. I don't understand that joke, James.
1: <laughs> couple is is a, is like a kind of... Uh, it also means kippah. So the oh. Skull cap. So that was, that was... If there are Jews listening to Welcome this... Welcome to Accurate Jewish Jokes. Do, 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 accurate Jewish Jokes. As anti-Semitic as, as this will sound, if there are Jews listening in...
0: Here's something I'm going to cut out of the thing. Accurate, anyway. So, uh... hey!
1: <laughs> Here's uh, the thing: if God didn't want people to ask to laugh at us, why did He give us such an audibly pleasing monosyllabic name? Mm-hmm. Sorry, David. Oh, at the end of that, <laughs> at the end of that round, you have four thousand points, nice. and I have nothing. Also, no points. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Which means that you are on track to win tonight's prize. Oh! If you win today's episode of Is This Enough, you get a lovely set of bowls. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Ooh.
1: But if you lose today's episode, you will get a tricky set of bowls.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. cool <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>
1: No, halfway through uh, presenting this, I thought it'd be fun if Tom Baker read the prizes.
0: Yes <laughs> Lovely stuff. Shall we do another? Maybe round? he'll be a,
1: awesome. Maybe he'll be a uh, host for a uh, guest round later. maybe maybe James only had that
0: idea. Just now,
2: yes. Are we yeah. continuing to write
0: the rounds as the quiz is going? <laughs> write that down. Why is this a theme this week?
2: Previous is... themes have
0: been "don't get sued" and um, I don't know, ask it in the shits or something. And now this. We... <laughs> <laughs> our second, our second live show was uh, was called "Is This Enough
1: to Get Into Heaven." <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one, because it was, is this enough to get into heaven? As we ask, is this enough to get into heaven? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That's good. Oh, David,
0: and on fond memories, it's over to you. Hmm. Rather than on fondue memories, on which it's over to poo, because you can't attack it because of your IBS. Anyway. Uh, And and my veganism. If I have cheese
1: now, fuck me. Jesus. Christ. No, thank you. No, I say.
0: James. Take it away. <laughs> David, take it away. Round three. Round, 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 round. James, round three is the imaginatively titled, How Are You? James, uh-huh. how are you? David. Yeah. The word greatest British hero of all times. Mm hmm. Was voted on by the public, and it was Winston Churchill, and that was a bit weird. Um, however, I might be a contender,
1: because, David Hoare, yeah. last week, yeah. I mm-hmm. bloody uh, rescued a stray dog <gasps> in distress. Oh, my God. That's amazing. By which I mean... I saw a dog that had probably jumped out from its owner's house running around the seafront, the esplanade, if you will, of uh, Ramsgate seaside town. And I uh, chased it around until the council turned up. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say to the dog as you were chasing it around? Oi! (laughs) really it i tell you what it was it so th- it was clearly not like a, a tough street dog because this was this was a a, a lovely black cocker spaniel mm. um that was just uh jumping about yapping running about sniffing dogs' bums mm. and then uh would like roll over for a bit of a cuddle and then run about run around again but it was quite young it had no road sense whatsoever did you give so, it a cuddle I tried to give it a cuddle. I was also walking my parents' dog. We we can dox dogs here. I'm doxing the dog. His name's Bill. He's a good boy. Dog doxing. Dog doxing. Cancel me, bitch. (laughs) Talking to female dogs there who might be upset with dogs Mm. not having the same privacy standards as humans. Female
0: dogs love to blog. Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: going go on tumblr going who the fuck wrote this <laughs> the other side of the screen
0: is, is a, this is, is a appalling Shibirinu. sorry <laughs> <laughs> how's that blog bit rough so uh, hey.
1: um so yeah uh what happened was i was walking the tall tale. carry on. on so uh <laughs> oh i'll tell you what i can sniff out a story we're melting today it's not even that warm <sighs> it's not warm at all it was hailing earlier and I'm I'm very I'm very warm in here James but you rescued open, a dog
0: but I rescued pa- a dog
1: <laughs> and I'm sure that's the only dog you're rescuing thing that's happened this week mm-hmm. I, I rescued a dog and um, <laughs> while I was walking my parents dog Bill who's a good boy I was walking him And um, there was about three older people all in wheelchairs and mobility scooters pointing at a dog running up and down. And they said, is that your dog? And I said, no, this is my dog pointing at the dog who was on the lead. And they went, oh, can you, have you got the dog warden's phone number? And I said, I had no idea that a warden of any description was something that we had since after the war. I didn't say that. I said, no, I'm going to Google it. So I Googled it, found the dog warden's number, phoned him, and he went, where are you? Are you near the big ice cream stall? I said, I have no idea. I don't live here. And he said, I think
0: I know where you are. Are you near the sea? I said, it's all near the fucking sea. (laughs) That reminds me of the time I was in Leeds once, and I saw a man on a phone legitimately say the sentence... No, I'm just outside Greg's. Come meet me. That means you're outside in Leeds. All the <laughs> shops are Greg's. All the shops are Greg's. All the shops are Greg's. <laughs> and the pastry is yum. And the pastry is yum.
1: Vegan sausage, vegan sausage rolls, <laughs> um, and a steak bake. So. Uh, I, I literally had said to this guy what road number he was. I was on like literally. I am opposite this I- exact address, and he went, "Is that near the Pedalos?" And I said, like, "Again, I don't live here. It might be." And he went, I think I know where you are, and um, he took about fifteen minutes to get here. During that time, I phoned my girlfriend and said, "Could you come with the car so we could put this dog in the car because." He has no concept of what's going on, and he thinks mm. this is the best time of his life. He was having a great time. <laughs> yeah. He was meeting a new friend. He's not usually friendly with other dogs. Like he's not aggressive, but he's not like, oh, boy, another dog. So he was just like getting up, sniffing him. This other dog was uh, like would roll over, show the belly, then uh, lick my dog on the face. My mm. dog would look up at me and go, Jesus. And I'd look down and go, I know. So then this dog would start running, and then I was had my dog on the leash, I was like, oh, God, we should chase this dog. I didn't say this to him, obviously. (laughs) I was like, oh, we should chase this dog. And he looked up at me and went, Indubitably, nah! I'm right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I'll be right in front of you. Instead, so we uh, started running with this dog. And my dog, I could see his brain working, and it was great, because my parents' dog, I should say, I see his brain working, it Mm. was great, because we started running, and he when you're running normally he thinks this is great this is a game so he runs in front of you looking for treats mm-hmm. uh, and uh, in this time he was like looking at where my eyes were and he went oh shit let's roll uh, he, he stopped running in front of me and just was like out of my side and we went zooming oh, wow. trying to uh, and then ended up putting my dog in the back of a car taking his collar and lead off because this other dog didn't have a collar or lead mm-hmm. and then trying to lasso this dog which then made him quite aggressive and scared. Then he was running more in the road. I was having direct uh, lorries Well then the guy from the council, the dog warden, was chasing him again uh, and nearly getting run over himself. Then this other guy just went, is that your dog? It was like, clearly not. He went, no worries. And then he started chasing the dog. <laughs> so this other woman walking another book. dog... Then this woman who was having a car a, a driving lesson pulled over and went, I've got treats in the boot. And I was like, I okay, that's great. Then she was chasing the dog while her, her instructions was going, I'm on the clock. And then eventually what happened was the dog wore itself out mm-hmm. and then um, was lying on some grass while uh, the... Dog warden put a collar on him while he was trying to like snap at the dog warden. There's loads of stuff in the news at the moment about dangerous dogs like mm-hmm. XL America bullies. Uh, that was like, while that was in the news, seeing this like pathetic, tired, small spaniel just going,
0: <laughs> <"Nar."> <laughs>
1: dangerous dogs <laughs> yeah, trying to bare his teeth, but his chops were too long because he'd not grown into them yet. <laughs> it was really fucking funny. That was great. Then, then, then he said, Oh, he's got a chip. It was like, Wait, hey. he put him in the back of the, the lorry. So that's great. And then this bloke walking an American XL bully, who was very friendly, uh, just like was uh, talking to the dog walking, going, You're all right, mate? And he went, Oh, you're all right, Harry, how's it going? <laughs> and the American XL bully like put his head through the truck window and was like, Could smell dog. He's like, Dog! It's not a dog! And this was started barking. And you hear the dog inside barking, and then my dog Jesus. was in was in the back of the car of my girlfriend's car, um, and he just kind of tried to bark, but was like, "Nah." <laughs> so, David, I guess you could say
0: I'm the greatest British hero of all times. That's true. That couldn't have happened anywhere else, and for that alone, I'm going to give you. Five thousand points for five thousand ex- years of great Britishness.
1: The exact latitude of Ramsgate Town Centre. My
0: gosh. <laughs> Which is weird because I got a D in GCSE geography. Anyway, uh James, over to you. Round four. David, 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 David,
1: David, David, David.
0: Yeah. You alright? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. Last one, then we can proceed to At the, the next round. round. <laughs> How are you, <laughs> James? Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, it's amazing that you talk about dogs because, um, I've got a dog now. Who's Whoa. got a dog now? Who, who being my girlfriend, uh, which is interesting. Uh, we picked her up last Sunday on the way back from Ollie Bob's. We went to Bewd.
1: And boy, are your arms tired. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, we went on a holiday to Bud, which was nice, and then on the way back, uh, picked up the dog. Um, uh, I've never had a dog before. My girlfriend has, but I've never been the one that owns a dog. And we've had dogs stay before. Uh, so on the fourth day, God said, "No." Uh, on the fourth day of having the dog, which is usually <laughs> like we we'll, like have somebody else's dog for like two, three days. On the fourth day, I woke up and like, she was still there, and I was like, "Oh, oh no, we own a dog now." oh this is more than i thought and it was that exact moment that i realized that i never want kids so <laughs> <laughs> you just wake up and you want to go back to bed and you're like oh i've actually got to go help this living being oh, i can't be bothered yeah uh, like, so you'll been say, a what, what you're
1: saying what you're saying is we bought a zoo a small one that's
0: one animal <laughs> That you would not find in a zoo. Cocker Spaniel. Um, So, uh, but it's great. And she really loves me and my girlfriend. And she's settling in really nicely. Um, She's not very good at meeting new people. uh, So we have to go through methods. But she's met several of our friends now through like playing fetch with them outside. And then um, getting treats and kind of slowly integrating herself. But still won't let them pet her. Uh, But yeah, I've got a dog. It's... Wow, did you grow up with dogs, or did you? Um, I only got a dog when
1: I was thirteen, um, and and I'd always wanted a dog. My grandma always has dogs, mm-hmm. always had dogs um, uh, until she got a bit old sure. for them. And then um, and then my parents knew someone who was uh, going through a bit of a tricky divorce, and the dog was like caught up in the middle of the divorce. Um, and just spending a lot of time in shelters and they were like look I love this dog but I want to have it I want it to have a a nice time Mm -hmm. so I have to part ways and then um, my parents adopted their old dog it was quite old at that point as well it was like a really soft landing as a dog Um, she just used to sit at the bottom of the stairs and uh, and sleep that sounds pretty good uh, that's a good life our dog is two, we
0: received her at the age of two, so we don't have to go through the puppy phase. Uh, yeah. So she's mostly trained with like most stuff, she's just not very sociable. But that's high. That's still a high energy dog. Oh, the main, th- we live in a fourth story flat, which is why we initially thought we couldn't get a dog. We've managed to get the tiniest cocker spaniel that's fully grown. Her favourite thing is going up and down stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we take her out for like a walk, even if just to take her out to pee. She's like, fucking come on! And like runs (laughs) up and down the stairs. It's great. She's so happy. Nice. Um, Nice. So a dog, and that's very exciting. And that's kind of changed things a little bit. Uh, Just have to be a little bit. The the, the exciting thing uh, is that whenever I come back from a gig now, my girlfriend will have put the dog in the crate and gone to bed. But I get to take the dog out of the crate and have a bit of a dog cuddle when I get home. Which, when I've had a good gig, is excellent. And when I've had a bad gig, is even better. Because it's like... Yay! Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily say I've had bad gigs this weekend. But I've had two gigs where this weekend where I was booked at 5.30pm for the gig. Ooh, one was in Hereford and one was in Bristol. Uh And both of them were unusual gigs. Ah, um, uh, okay. Um... So uh, one of them, I was supposed to be doing a gig in November with Milton Jones, Clang. Uh, but that got swapped because the person on the lineup for the same gig a month before was ill. And she was like, can I just swap with you till next month? So I did it last night with Dom Jolly from Trigger Happy TV. <laughs> who uh, It wasn't until I got home, I was like, oh, I absolutely adored Trigger Happy TV as a teenager like adored it (laughs) and i just did like i had a nice chat with him got on quite well with him quite a nice guy uh kept himself to himself mostly but um yeah he wasn't on the big phone no no he wasn't (laughs) but his show is mostly him showing clips from stuff that i think hasn't been aired and it's quite a lot of fun so i think that's where he thrives as in comedy is him doing the dumbest shit in public. like a Nice. That kind of is like a more British version of Jackass, I've just realised in my head. Obviously, there's yeah. like other versions of Jackass with like... was it? What was the um, Irish version? What's the Irish version of Jackass called? Jacob! <laughs> what was... There's the Irish one and then there's a the Scandinavian one and both of them are much more dangerous than Jackass. Um... Dirty Sanchez. Oh, yeah. I didn't realise that was Irish. Oh, it was British. Ah. Maybe some of them were Irish. or well, maybe
1: you believe that Ireland should be part of Britain. That, David Hall, is why
0: we could never go on tour in Belfast. <laughs> I can't believe I've managed to, like firmly get over the tricky ground of you making lots of Jewish jokes and me being like, I'm just going to try hard not to say anything offensive. And then you've just outwardly been like, you think there should be a full union? And I'm like, oh, fuck.
1: David, the Orangeman whore. (laughs) We're going on tour with this show down certain streets in Glasgow.
0: Don't like this. Anyway, I've lost our train of thought. So, uh... That was a fun gig to do, but both basically like kept on getting booked. Where I suddenly had to like turn to my girlfriend and be like, "I'm going out," and she's like, "Have you got booked for a gig?" I was like, "Yes." She's like, "I thought you were gigging this evening." I'm like, "Yes, so did I." Up until four minutes ago, now I'm getting uh, yeah, now yeah, I'm yeah. gigging this evening. Get in the car, go. And on nice. my trip home from the Hereford gig on Friday, I was listening to Films to Be Buried with the Brett Goldstein podcast. I was listening to the Jason Sudeikis episode, and they mentioned Eyes Wide Shut. And I suddenly was like, "Oh yeah," because uh, Stanley Kubrick's residence was not too far from where I grew up, and we used oh, yeah he did have it a... quite often and go like yeah, the Kubrick house, like that's, like that's where Stanley Kubrick lived. And I was always like, "Don't really," or possibly even like that is where Stanley Kubrick lived because I didn't realize he died in 1999, just after Eyes Wide Shut came out. And I'd always heard the premise of Eyes Wide Shut and I'd seen that one image of like the cult and then the other image of Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise uh, kissing. And I had no idea it was about And I, I, you know, the only Kubrick film I've seen in full is The Shining. And I was like, is this like sex cult, but with the intensity of The Shining? Have you seen Eyes Wide Shut? I, I've not seen Eyes Well Shot. I do like Kubrick. I've not seen that
1: one. Which ones have um, you seen? Ah, what Kubrick have I seen? Full Metal Jacket, mm. uh, 2001, Shining, um,
0: Doctor Strange Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually seen the first 20 minutes of 2001, Full Metal Jacket and Doctor Strange Love. And I think my ADHD and other stuff going on has meant I've never got past that. I think I've always looked at the runtime and been like, ah, fuck it. And I I actually ended up watching Eyes Wide Shut in four chunks. It was like watching like a weird different, because it's two hours 40. Yeah. But I ended up, at one point I was watching it. My girlfriend was in the other room and she came in during the uh, main sex cult bit and i kept on Ooh. pausing it she's like you don't need to pause it i was like i've just seen some of the weirdest shit i've ever seen like i paused it on some boobs and she was like oh you're watching boobs are you i was like this is a cutaway from something that you would find horrendously disturbing and that i not that i don't find it horrendously disturbing but it's all part of the thing you're not getting the context of this at all uh, um, but yeah oh i've also, I've also seen clockwork orange oh okay I'm never gonna watch um, that. It seems sounds too disturbing for me. And bits of Barry
1: Lyndon. Mm. Uh uh, it's good, he's a good film director. I'll tell you his favorite film. Oh, and Spartacus. I didn't realise he made Spartacus. Mm. Um I'll tell you what his favorite film, my uh, my favorite film of his is though The Bloody Moon Landing. <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to say AI, artificial intelligence. Also, he uh, the, did the do a lot of on AI. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: I like AI.
0: I might need to re I that. don't,
1: because it makes me cry.
0: Yes. Uh, I, I saw it when I was, like, ten. Yeah, I ah, That's it. a bad time to see it. I saw it in cinema. That was the first Stanley Kubrick-related thing I ever saw. And I was like, it put me off Jude Law for a long time. I don't know why. I found him a bit disturbing. And then you saw the film.
1: Have <laughs> uh, you ever seen <coughs>
0: Jude Law's Judge Dredd Outfit <laughs> No What <laughs> Just walks around going I am the law it's, This is nonsense uh, uh, <laughs> He looks so excited You fucking nerd
1: um, uh, It was like Oh he went to the, uh, b- A birthday party In a Judge Dredd outfit It looked really good mm. like, uh, He couldn't know. he couldn't play Dredd
0: Oh, uh, Anyway, so I kind of got watched lots of theories because there's loads of theories about that. And then I did a gig on Sunday. So basically the uh, overriding themes of Since I've Last Chatted to You are dog, last minute gigs, eyes wide shut. And probably something else major that I've forgotten. But I think that's it. Let me just check my calendar. But all of these have like thoroughly like uh, infested my brain um so yeah that's just that's how i am so i'm pretty good but my brain's been pulled in many different directions of like oh my god i've got a dog and it's exciting and terrifying and the best thing ever i keep on doing gigs i've really wanted to do but at the very last minute and also eyes wide shut is one of the most like what the fuck things i've ever seen (laughs) yeah um We've just started a rewatch of Twin Peaks. Yes! Yes. Um, okay. It's... I basically have to ban myself from watching Twin Peaks when I get in the bath because I've rewatched it twice now. And my is it a girl... bath time show. Oh, Twin Peaks in the bath is the best cuz like you can't. Well, I the best time for me to watch anything is in the bath because I'm such an ADHD fidget boy that but you um, can't physically fidget or you'll electrocute yourself and yeah, die. Yeah, so I basically just sit and watch it. I love watching Twin Peaks in the bath. I absolutely love it because it's all that mental. My girlfriend doesn't want to watch it. I tried to get her to watch it. She got to the beginning of season two and was like, "I have no fucking idea what's going on," and nor <laughs> do I really want to. And I was like,
1: <laughs> And then you have to explain what happens in season two and the director deciding to. Yes, leave. Bob Iger. There's, uh, I'm not saying uh, goodbye. Sorry, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> there's this. Uh, we watched the entirety of this four-hour YouTube essay about. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. The meanings of Twin Peaks, and it's it's one of those where it's like there's a lot of reason put into this, but it's so metatextual that it's all like, this is Lynch saying this about this, Mm. this is this, this is like, all of this is a kind of dream. It's like, I just would like to understand
0: this all as spooky stuff is happening. Yeah, I've I've, I've heard about that video and the guy says it as matter of fact, when the whole thing about Twin Peaks is it's very ambiguous.
1: And it, I, I really enjoyed watching it. It's a really interesting way to see the show, but it's also like, um, there's similar with The Shining where people go, oh, the whole thing is a metaphor for um, mm. actually what's happening is it's it's there's no supernatural stuff. There's domestic abuse. It's like that's an interesting reading. I quite like the idea that it's a bit spooky. It's a bit
0: spooky, and it is a bit. But this is spooky doings. And going of course, on. it's a bit spooky because otherwise, you can't explain. What do they suddenly think yeah. a party does appear?
1: Well, it's like people did people going into madness driven by isolation and abuse, and it's like that is a really interesting to, way to see that film. I don't like that.
0: I like that, but it's, the thing is, ghosts. I'm, and I'm it's open spooky. to both. I'm open to both because absolutely, it's, it's ambiguous, and the whole point is, is that they're giving you information and imagery and sounds to get your brain firing which is what i prefer in film my girlfriend likes from a film to sit and not think i like to watch she's like i finished watching eyes wide shut was watching lots of theories about it and she kind of came in and she was like you do like a film that's cerebral don't you Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) david Um, cerebral oh god are we gonna have to do a twin peaks offshoot podcast because yes i would do this well how far through are you so far
1: uh, so oh. I've uh, literally uh, start started episode two, but I fell asleep. Ah. Now I fell asleep, and my brain decided to replay the day's events, so I was doing a gig in Twin Peaks, but trying to <laughs> tailor all my material to be, like, applicable to Spokane, Washington. <laughs> Where's Jim Carrey's favourite place to go in Washington? spoken.
0: <laughs> anyway, this has descended very far away from how I am, but that's how I am. And also, I love Twin Peaks. The problem is that they, anytime somebody mentions Twin Peaks, I'm like, let's talk about it for half an hour. Let's go. Because it, it's good. It's great. It's very good. It's great.
1: Here's the thing, folks. It's good. It's great. It's a good show. And it's one of the main artistic influences on my life, which is silly because it's a dumb TV show that yes. is made to kind of, at points, be infuriatingly dumb. Mm-hmm. To the extent where a character disappears for 25 years and then returns and then a character goes <laughs> and he says 100% and they say <laughs> they know that they're fucking with us.
0: I thought you were say c- a character disappears comes back and then gets locked inside a <laughs> of a drawer. So, all of this is spoilers, by the way.
1: Spoilers! Yeah,
0: well, also, also it's one about- of the most horrendously grim, real like, tellings of a really grim thing that happened. And most but- of the TV show is people being like, boy, I love coffee. Isn't coffee amazing? What's, and I hate Grim I tell, TV. And Twin Peaks is my favorite TV show.
1: I tell you what. So this is the first time I've rewatched it since uh, since my brother passed away. And the first episode with that as context is very different
2: mm. because
1: you see. So the the woman who plays uh, Sarah Palmer, I can't remember her name, but she's extraordinary. Cheryl. She does ben. some. Um, in, I think yes, uh, yeah. She does some extraordinary grieving yeah. acting. Even the the
0: the quite cringy teenagers in the school. Wait, who are you saying is grieving? Which character?
1: Sarah Palmer. Sarah Laura Palmer. Palmer's oh, mom.
0: sorry, not Cheryl Fenn. The um the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's incredible. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and her journey throughout then in the return as well, where she's really fucked up yeah. and might. Like... Yes. Um, <laughs> but like the the. Her going through grieving. Leland Palmer going through his own grieving as well, and then um, and then the cringy teenagers who actually—that's it, really sweet. They're reacting like they would, mm-hmm. even if you know, even if
0: James Hurley is a really dumb character. He kind of is and isn't. The first time I watched it, I was so Team James for like ages, and now when I watch it, I'm like oh you fucking moron but like he's such a drip
1: but he's also a drip in that kind of he's a teenager and everything he does is is feels super important in a way that yes and also absolutely
0: he's the sort of person that's so cool and melodramatic but doesn't talk about stuff with other people so laura is able to kind of have her way with him and he just is getting dragged along and so he yeah, thinks yeah. like he thinks there's loads going on there when actually she's just found somebody where she can be in control. That's how I see yeah. it.
1: Yeah. The title um, of this uh, episode know, is
0: gonna be Twenty Minutes of This Is About Twin Peaks, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but there's but but so watching it and it's like
1: the the expressions of grieving is and there is lynch stuff. Even Jack Nance, the uh, there's a fish in the percolator. Yeah. His reaction when he finds the
0: body is horrific. He's really going going through it. That first episode, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, I want the supernatural stuff and it doesn't appear. But it's so grounded and like... It's so grounded.
1: And and you go through all these big emotions and then Agent Cooper arrives (laughs) and he's enthusiastic about trees Mm -hmm. and he's got no real ability to socially integrate in his situation and he's so chipper about it all that he's a bit ghoulish oh he's and you learn to love him as it goes the position
0: of it is of him is so great because like i mean there's that scene at the beginning of (laughs) there's a scene that in the first episode of season two where they go to go sit down with one of the victims of this horrific thing and she's experienced horror and there's a good two minutes of them not being able to sit on chairs properly. And it's like a comedy bit. And then they're like, so tell us about this horrific event. And it's such a like, it's so like, we're going to pull you one way and then we're going to pull you completely in the yeah. other direction. And you're there's like, "What a lot of what the purpose. F- yeah. And purpose- it's so dumb you. and so horrific at the same time.
1: And Andy not being able to, Andy is like the- a policeman and he can't get through the crime scene photography because he keeps
0: crying yeah
1: it's and then yeah and then coop is just
0: this weird alien man love it love it love it love it, it, love, it love it's it. great no notes no notes uh, uh i think no one, notes I, i'm gonna add to the list of patreon ideas which is uh Fast and Furious commentary is now Twin Peaks commentary as well.
2: <sighs>
0: okay, uh, James, let's end this round. And at the end of that round... This is going to be the longest podcast we've done. <laughs> the is going to be so 10 and we've only got less rounds and most of it is about Twin Peaks. You got 500 points for yourself
1: because why bloody not, mate? Thank you, James. So, David, without further ado... It's over.
0: Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Over to you. Round five. Five, 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 five. James, this next round is called... Let's just talk about Twin Peaks some more. So... Yes.
2: uh, (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) No, I'm only joking. This next round is called How many tits do you see in the film Eyes Wide Shut? Oh! Um...
1: Are we counting pairs as one
0: unit? The answer or? is one. It's Tom Cruise. That's a fake round. The hey. f- round five is called Jingle Tingle. I haven't set <laughs> it up yet. <laughs> James, I've collected some legitimate radio jingles that advertise famous things. You just have oh, to yes, tell please. me what these jingles are for. James, do you listen to the radio? Um, David... I listen to the radio when I danced to Joy Division and celebrate the irony. Oh, look at that irony. You've got me increases with that irony. James, this is for 4,000 points a question. <laughs> Please tell me what you think this is a jingle for. Keep your whites whiter than white. It's... Keep, your, Keep whites, your whites whiter, whiter than, white. than white. It's... Mm,
1: is it... So there's two ways this could go. This mm. could be laundry, mm-hmm. or it could be, it could be the clan.
0: <laughs> David, yeah, is it laundry? Oh, James, I'm very sorry. Here's the correct answer. Keep your whites whiter than
1: white. It's bird Hey,
0: it was a safe third option, <laughs> much like the Green Party. <laughs> The new Lib Dems. Now, don't shut the thing. Um, Question number two, James. What is this a jingle for? We all know the... Can you try that again? I didn't... Oh, yeah. We all know the... We all know. We all know that. It must be a famous jingle, because we all know. We all know that. Mm. Uh, We all
1: know... The yellow submarine. You Come it's... to Duxford Airfield, where you can try
0: the yellow submarine. Hmm, is that your final answer? The yellow submarine. Yes, fun. Okay, well, I'm sorry, James. You're wrong, but this is uh, this is the answer. We all know the cranberries clear up crush. It's good. It's good On a side note That has nothing to do With this legitimate radio jingle That is from the radio Um, I had my headphones on But my girlfriend Could hear me recording this From the other room And she was like What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Uh, James your third And final question What is this A legitimate radio jingle for? Stomp the boats We're on the hunt Could Could you start
1: there again? I missed the first bit Stomp the boats are on the hunt Oh no mm. What could stopping the boats Because
0: you're on the hunt be about James
1: Is this Michael Rosen's evil cousin Has started a, uh, a Children's book
0: <laughs> Where are you getting Michael Rosen we... from
1: Because we're going on a boat hunt Oh Is that he your final wrote... answer <laughs> Whoa It's thunder and lightning
0: out there. Mm. Um, In the background, you've got something that's flapping about on your um, uh, balcony. And several times I thought it was a human trying to break in. (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying to watch. Yeah, that's the next guest. (laughs) Um, Is that your final answer? That's my final answer, David. Oh, I'm sorry, James, but the actual answer was... Stop the boats, we're on the hunt. The anti punting league from Cambridge. Please don't
1: punt. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank the maker, as the friendly robots say in the film Star Wars.
0: Well then, keep it light, uh, James. At the end of that round, <laughs> you've scored <laughs> fucking nothing, which either means that my rounds this week have been or quite shit because you're not doing very well uh,
1: I'm gonna say it's unlikely that I'm gonna win
0: you're currently in the lead no. so I know
1: but we'll
0: see alright James it's over to you round six woo
1: hello everyone um, hello everyone Uh, But also, in a way, goodbye, uh, (laughs) because I am going to have to uh, leave now because I'm currently on the run from our next guest. Uh, So please be upstanding for the right honourable Jacob Rees Mob.
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no oh this is the best and worst episode we've done carry on (laughs) we've got quite a few that are like this Um, and they're always my favorite to hear in the edit (laughs) basically Um, whilst recording these i'm basically like this is fucking chaos and then when i go to edit them like a week or two later i'm like oh okay i think we got away with it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so i'm off goodbye Oh,
1: come on. I'm Jacob Rees-Morb over here. (laughs) The right honourable member of parliament for forget about it. And the minister for what's it to you? David is both a member of parliament and also a member of the mafia from the 30s to 70s. (laughs) I'm going to do that less rhotic. Oh, accent coaching. David is both a member of parliament and also a member of the mafia from the... 30s to 70s, I got a good insight into what's going on in the cutthroat world of the mob and the throat world of the government. And don't even get me started on the smash mouth world of late 90s ska punk. Oh, so I'm going to read out a list of names. You're going to tell me if they're members of parliament or if they're a member of the mob. Capisce?
0: It's really fun watching your face regret everything as you're doing it. (laughs) I ain't got no regrets, (laughs) other other than
1: what I did to little Johnny's ma. Oh, Uh,
0: yes, I capisce, Jacob. Question one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy stiff fingers.
0: Is he mob or is he Parliament? Um, Jimmy Stiff Fingers. I reckon he's a member of the Conservative Party because he's basically dead and he's got rigor mortis. I'm going government. Oh, David, (laughs) booby, Wrong ethnicity.
1: I was calling your grandma. Oh, David, come on. Johnny Stiff Fingers is in the mob. He runs a protection racket in Jersey. Also runs the Stiff Little Fingers tribute band.
0: Oh! When you say Jersey, do you mean New Jersey or do you mean the island of Jersey? I mean on the Channel Islands!
1: (laughs) Oh, he heard the Nazis invaded. He was excited by that. He's a bad guy. Oh no. Oh! Question two. Little
0: Davy Slash and Dash. <laughs> um. Uh. Uh. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, David Cameron, is it not? That's exactly
1: what I got written down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this guy! He's been seeing my answers over here. If you have been seeing my answers, good night, sweetheart. How many points is this for, Jacob? Oh, it's worth 250 points. Oh. Enough for you to forget about it.
0: (laughs) Great. David. Yeah.
1: The Right Honourable Sir Lindsay Hoyle MP.
0: Oh. uh, Is he
1: mob or parliament? Mob? Yes, David. He's mob. (laughs) That's the nickname for Donnie Falcone with his huge operation on the West Coast. (laughs) Oh, boy, you got to be away from there then. You got yourself another 250 points. Thank you very much. You motherfucker. (laughs) And finally, David, Mm -hmm. this might take a couple of takes. (laughs) I overcomplicated it. Big runny fat hands, murder machine, concrete bath, sleeping with the fishes. We'll kill your dad for your, for money. O'Hulahan.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone called O'Hulahan would be in the British government, so I'm going to say mob. That's of course he's in the mob. You wouldn't vote for that guy. He's got some nutty
1: ideas, I tell you. He wants to legalize crime on rush hour. You say the commute was murder. Well, it really was. He wants to legalize human intercourse with marine wildlife so you can sleep with the fishes. I tell you, he wants to meet my mother-in-law. That's how crazy he is. I tell you, no respect, no respect. Like Parliament ever since George Galloway lost his seat. No respect. Oh, anyway, I got to go. People to see, I got to break some legs. I got to send some people to their deaths. I got to do some unmentionable things with concrete. And after I'm done in Parliament, I got to go and do some mob stuff. Come on! (laughs) Anyway, as we say in the mob, I'm out of here, you mook. And as we say in the Conservative and Unionist Party, I'm out of here, you mook. Oh! Oh, it's like the two R's as damaging as each other. Bada bing, bada biger. <laughs> Is he gone? He's gone. <whistles> that
0: was close. This episode has been intense. <laughs> 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 really set the tone with
1: that... Um, allusion to the sun's countdown to Charlotte Church turning 16
0: at the top. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I believe it's called comedy. Anyway, so... um... As
1: as the previous guest would say, oh... (laughs) (laughs) So, David, let's wrap this (laughs) torrid affair up. Lucky for you, you've won... You have, to your name, 5,260 points. Well, I'm just behind you with 5,000 points. That was a close one.
0: It was very close.
1: That was very close. I only got one point in the entire game, though, and that was for 5,000 points. So, uh, well done. That's another
0: lightning strike. Oh, my God. If you are going to get it, get it big. That's the motto of um, the Poddington Peas. So, carry on. (laughs) Oh, my God. So David, Down at the, at the bottom of-, of the garden. If you're going to get it, get it big. <laughs> David, at the end of the show, you've won yourself
1: a lovely new set of bowls. Yes. Well, I've yes. got to go and deal with my tricky set of bells. Yes. Oh! Yes. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, what's wrong with you? But you can always find us on the socials at Is This Enough Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And, and also X. It's the only time that you can go and look up your ex. Please don't. You've got to move on. You can email us at isthisenoughpodcasting at gmail.com. If you do have a band, why not send a, a link to <laughs> your stuff? And we
0: will listen to it and laugh. <laughs> or enjoy it, I don't know. Well, enjoy Just it. Just tell us your band name, that's what we mainly want. Yeah, we'll enjoy it.
1: Uh, we might laugh, but we're laughing at something else that's happening at the same time. It's, it's good, you can't see it. It's very funny, but <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is. Um, I've been James O'Donoghue. You can find me at Is This James O on Insta and Twitter. And you can follow me on TikTok where I'm at let the James begin, mm. uh, and uh, I post any links to upcoming gigs on there. Come and see me; I've got um, some nice ones coming up, and you can hear my throat slowly rebuild itself as well. So that's nice. But David, mm-hmm. enough about me. Mm-hmm. Where can we find you?
0: I am at David Haw LOL uh, on Facebook, Instagram. TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch, where I stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday from eleven thirty a.m. Thank you very much for listening this week.
1: Thank you very much for listening this week. If you stick around,
0: we're going to um, talk about for Twin Peaks for another half an hour now. Probably will. Do. Uh, this
1: has been. Do, do. 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 <laughs>
0: Have you heard the, da, you heard, the, the version with lyrics? Da, oh, what? Uh, Anyone can fall in love. Anyone <laughs> can fall in love. Um,
1: oh, would the would the EastEnders theme on top of the Twin Peaks theme
0: work? No. Anyone can fall in love.
2: Oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't do, let
1: yourself get hurt this time.
0: Actually, it's quite similar to kind of very similar rhythmically. And is the soap opera, which is maybe is that how niche David Lynch was? I told you we were going to start talking about. If you give give me if give us half an inch, we will pull that rope. And then we'll uh, use it to burn down a, a logging factory. Um, Absolutely. That look. This is probably gonna be one of
1: the last bits of Twin Peaks stuff for a little while. For a little while. But uh, there's a guest we have lined up soon who has a uh, oh,
0: acrimonious yeah. I forgot about that relationship banking. with that. What in like four um, episodes time. Yeah, But then in 24 episodes time (laughs) (laughs) If you understand what the fuck's going on How exciting And if you don't, it's probably Twin Peaks Anyway, we'll see you next time Bye 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 (laughs) bye
1: There is a fish in the stream lab